Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Ooh, how it is I, Kevin David Thomas, and your other fellow co-host, I don't have Robert W. Schneider. No, I just want to be. Thought you were gonna, I thought you were gonna no, in. I want to give. Uh, I want to be like Prince. We're fil- <laughs> just Rob. No, just a symbol. But I don't know what that oh, symbol should that... be. What should that symbol be for me? Listeners, when you think of me, what symbol? <laughs> well, should, a, you're opening up a up. can of worms there. You know what it is? It's that, it's that symbol of when they tell you there's like a wet floor and someone's like slipping on the wet floor. Do you know what I mean? Like the yes. little shadow that's oh. like suspended in space. That's, that's, that's going to be my symbol from now on, <laughs> I think. So I'm very excited about that. Well, I it's it is yesterday was probably the hottest day of October, and today it is full on fall weather, and I could not be happier about it. It's slightly overcast with a chance of drizzle, but I love this. This is my favorite time of year between summer and fall, fall, but this autumn I call you know I call it. <laughs> but, are you one of those? But it's it's yeah. I was just say, are you one of those pumpkin fetishists that are like it's autumn, uh, so everything is pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> well, a little bit. I mean, we, we the decorations are already out in the, in the apartment. They, you know, as you, some listeners may remember from previous years, my wife Sutton it loves loves horror films for the month of October. But you have to, you can't watch any earlier than October first. It's called uh, sobriety <laughs> September, where you you wait, and then on October first is the day that you're allowed to finally watch your horror films. So the first one we watched was uh, the movie Us, and then last night was Pet Cemetery. So it's the new one or the a, old one? It's the new one. How is it? Uh, it's good. I, I'm not a, a the full disclosure, I hate horror films. So I just I'm I'm just along for the ride and for support. But uh, I sort of half watch them and half do a crossword puzzle or read a musical theater book. <laughs> so, sobriety <laughs> September must be a big deal for you. You must oh, yeah. enjoy that more than <laughs> exactly. October, exactly. outrageous October. I don't know. Or ooh, 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 ooh October. I was trying to think of like a word to put before October. That didn't well, work. I, I think a great way to celebrate this season is to get on the old YouTube and type in the words Tim Curry, the worst witch, and listen to anything can happen on Halloween. Your dog turn could your dog could turn into a cat. 
just to like throw that Charles Strauss Don Black song back out and, at and, you. And what a great rhyme! What a great rhyme! It is, it, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can you can go back and listen to the the favorite thing from years ago, or just watch it. Just, just watch, watch it. The, what's it called? The Worst Witch, right? Worst Witch, and it's anything can happen on Halloween. It's Tim Curry in a in a in a. <laughs> wizard outfits like a vampire and he's in front of a really horrible blue screen from the 1980s mm. arguably the worst slash best songs ever made uh, is then sung by him with some of the slash you know best slash worst lyrics ever written and i just want you to go and listen to it again and i will tell you that every week this month <laughs> anything can happen on halloween uh that shit that's my new audition song oh it's great charlotte ray's in the movie oh <laughs> gonna do that i knew you hey you've been seeing a lot of shows lately rob i have so because of my rehearsal schedule uh which we rehearse at nights i can't see a lot of shows so i'm trying to do catch up right now so yeah i like binged so um we talked about slave play which um i saw a couple of weeks ago if you want you can listen to last week's episode hear my thoughts on that then um a couple of nights ago i saw the height of the storm uh with jonathan price and eileen atkins which is a very sad play about dementia um, right and uh, him uh, so right up so it's like typical a typical mtc then it's just <laughs> it's i mean listen once I feel again like they're always downers <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think of like when the last time. No, they've done some comedies. No, well, I'm trying to think of when the last time they did like a comedy comedy was. That's actually a really, really good point, Manhattan Theater Club. Um, Prince of Broadway had some funny elements in it. I don't know. Does that, does that count? Did it? Did it? There were some, some funny things in Prince of Broadway. I don't know if they were intentionally meant to be funny, but they were funny. Um, yeah, so Hide of the Storm, Jonathan Price, Eileen Atkins. Um, it's a really interesting play about, uh, like I said, you know, not only him suffering with dementia but how his family reacts Mm -hmm. to it um especially his wife who's played brilliantly by eileen adkins and i'm so happy that the two of them are on stage together because they give a master class in subtlety Mm. which is something that i'm i think is so hard for younger actors to struggle with which is the idea of being subtle yet still having an energy large enough to hit the back of the house of a theater I was going to ask where you were seated uh, for this performance and were you, I was, you know, I was in the orchestra, but I was very far back in the orchestra mm-hmm. and I would encourage if you're a younger actor and you want to see how this is done, I would go and take a look at the height of the storm just so you can get a sense of how you can, you know, manipulate your energy uh, to be large enough and to be effective while at the same time still remaining truthful to what's going on. Um, yeah, very very interesting interesting thing. And once again, yes, it is Manhattan Theater Club, so bring tissues and bring hard candies to unwrap at the most quiet moments <laughs> of the show because that seems to be a tradition at the Manhattan Theater Club. It is, it's yeah. True. And I always love seeing Jonathan Price on stage. Uh, he's I saw him in My Fair Lady uh, like two decades ago in London at the Royal National, and uh, it, it's. He he's just incredible actor on stage. Uh, he's been doing it for decades, uh, and he's a real. I think he's a real. I've always been a fan of his. I mean, going back to the Miss Saigon days. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> we're allowed, not allowed to. But well, he can't I, play the role anymore. No, you can still play that cast recording and enjoy him. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Indeed, we can. Because oh, God bless. Um, but not anymore, which is fine. Different, no, different no times, different times. And the person I went with was like, "Isn't this, isn't this the guy from Miss Saigon?" I'm like, "Let's forgive him and let's just enjoy the show." 
Yes. Uh, um, I'm seeing uh, Inheritance on Monday. I'm excited about that, part uh, one. That's uh, great. I'm seeing uh, it Saturday night. So we can talk about that next week. And uh, we're seeing Scotland uh, next Wednesday, so I'm excited about that. Yes, we are. Scotland PA, a musical version of the Scottish play. Um, what else is I saw The Rose Tattoo. Yes, that's a play you know very well. Um, yeah, The Rose Tattoo. Uh, it's Marissa Tomei, who, God, I God, do I love her. Um, done at um, Roundabout. Uh, right. Different, than Manhattan, different yeah. than Manhattan Theater Club. <laughs> <laughs> much different kind of but theater, still but. just just as much as unwrapping of hard candies and what did she say um we ha- i had a commentary audience right behind me throughout the entire performance of the rose oh Tattoo. no it was a matinee oh yeah i, I went on a sunday matinee just because i hate oh, myself Rob. um and the woman next to me was a sweetheart she and i had a really lovely conversation but the women behind us literally were eating throughout the whole show and every time like marissa the first time marissa tomei came out that's a very pretty dress full voice just so marissa could hear how nice she looked at one point there's something happening in the play and she was like this makes no sense and then nobody reacted so she was loud she goes this makes no sense just say it again i was like well let me get a ouija board and we'll get tennessee williams and you can tell him and he can correct everything for this play that's like a hundred years old so thank you for thank you for letting us know madam Thanks, Eloise. Thank you. Uh, but Trip Coleman directed it. Um, it's a very interesting production of The Rose Tattoo. I had seen it in London uh, at the National a few years ago right. with Zoe Wanamaker, who I just love as an actress. I just, I like, anytime she's in anything, I just sort of have to, like, fan myself because I get too excited. <laughs> That's how much I love Zoe Wanamaker. Um, and she was, and she was, um, uh, breathtaking and brilliant this production's made a lot of cuts um if you're a williams purist you're probably not going to recognize this production and i don't think that's a bad thing at all um it has a a lightness to it that i've not seen in other productions of it and it's actually one of my favorite williams plays um i think we had talked about this a few weeks ago it's it's it's, i am not a huge tennessee williams fan but this one i seem to enjoy more than the others so somebody said to me i'm going to take you to see streetcar named desire or rose tattoo i'm like sign me up for rose tattoo i was upset because at first i thought it was about hervé villages it wasn't (laughs) the rose tattoo it's so bad you know you know serafina's husband was cheating on her she wasn't she was not cheating on me (laughs) so he like he comes out He's got a little rose. He's waving the rose. In his mouth. In his mouth, yeah. And the whole thing, they blame her for being like, you know, a bad wife, and that's why the husband right. cheated. That's where Hervé would go, the blame, the blame. <laughs> Thank you. you. You thought about this. No, actually... I didn't, no, it just dawned on me that oh, the rose okay. tattoo could be the rose ta- tattoo. Or it's also <laughs> tattoo in Gypsy. <laughs> well done. Good Thank job. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. I thought you did it for me, mama. I thought you did it for me. Because you like turning a no-talent ox into a star. He could, he could be a, a newsboy. Newsboy? Are you, he's Mama Rose. <laughs> All that I need is ADA says, papa. And and Pop Pop will be played by Ricardo Montalban. Oh, oh, Who are you going to say? You were going to say somebody else. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. I had a dream. <laughs> A fantasy. <laughs> I just like uh, the blame, the blame, and then I saw the Great Society. Oh, jeez! Which is what a, a week. Yeah, the follow up to all the way the right. LBJ play. Um, now, oh, yeah, go ahead. 
do you have to ha, I'm such a person who likes to see things in order you know like I have to you know watch movie one before I can watch movie three do you have to have seen the all the way you know first before you really can get anything out of the great society or can I go see great society having not seen the first you play in the see, series you, you can see great still, so, no you can see great society without having seen all the way I would encourage you though if you did not live in that era you probably want to do just a little bit of research because there's a lot of events and names being thrown out and there's not really an explanation on who those people are. So it's sort of assumed that you know what's happening. Um, my preferences all the way was a superior play if you had to compare the two. Uh, huh? This one, it, all the way, what it did brilliantly was covered LBJ's re-election. This has to cover his entire first complete term in office so it's a lot of information really great performances i I wonder why brian cranston didn't come back to you know do his role again this time it's the brilliant actor brian cox from succession um so i'm a little curious and there's also some like our one of our former podcasts mark kudish is in it mark is in it. he plays the the mayor of chicago um it's it's a lot of musical theater people yep uh it's mark uh bryce pinkham was in it as robert kennedy david garrison uh, came on as Richard Nixon. Um, the play could benefit from some cutting um, and some pruning, uh, but I understood the playwright did not want to do any pruning or cutting, as I, as I understand. And so, you know, I'm a, I'm a political junkie, so I was engrossed every single second of it. Um, some people yeah. next to me did not come back after intermission. Their loss is what I say. Their loss okay. is what I say. But no, wow. you do not need to see all the way, but I would encourage you just to do a little Wikipedia search. Just to get okay. a sense of, of who everybody was and what was going on. Okay, okay. And I love Lincoln Center. Where else can you see a play that has like 30 people in the ensemble? You know what I mean? Just like oh, it's, a, yeah. it's a huge experience. It's an absolutely oh, yeah. huge experience. And playing multiple roles, right? I mean like is yeah. it, or are they all – right? It's many, 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 many different characters going well, like in and the, out of the oh, plot. Yeah. Well, like David Garrison plays like Richard Nixon and the George Wallace and this and that. Yeah. So they all they – all, wow. and they come up with a conceit where everyone pretty much stays on stage the entire mm. time. So mm. they, all, they all sit in pews when they're, not, when they're not performing. And sometimes they just get up from their pew and they just tap dance. <laughs> do some they, push-ups. They do some push-ups. Get ready. Mark Kudish sings a couple of songs from 9 to 5. Um, I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know. If gotta they, bada, gotta bada, gotta bada, gotta bada. Yeah. What's, <laughs> they do some, ooh, they do warm-ups. I always love that. I always yeah. love when you come into a show and they're doing warm-ups on stage beforehand just to let you know they're actors. That's oh, one of yeah. my favorites. Just a little, you know. Just in case you forgot. <laughs> hey, we're putting on a show for you where they like they come out and they like greet each other while the audience is still coming in. I have to get my vessel prepared. What is a vessel? Say, oh, it's my body. My body is a vessel for the character. <laughs> I'm eating a meatball hero. I'm doing a swig of Jack exactly. Daniels. We're on stage. And I'm going to cough a couple times, and now I'm going. Oh, my God. And the audience <laughs> is like, I can, cough. I can cough, too. Listen. <laughs> have people in the theater gotten ruder as time has gone on or no? I don't know. I have a feeling it was always like this. I mean, imagine, you know, five or five, six decades ago, you would smoke in the theater. You'd literally just light up a cigarette and they'd have ashtrays in the back of the chairs. Right. So, like, I imagine it's always been sort of kind of messy. But are you telling me we're not, we can't do that anymore? Uh, no, no, Rob. No, I, excuse no me, cigarettes. I need to write a letter of apology to Lincoln Center. If you'll no fumar. <laughs> no, 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 I can't do it in Spanish. No fumar. No, no, fumar. Uh, no fugamos. We do not no, smoke. That's good. I can conjugate. Uh, do you also have a favorite thing for this week? 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, if you want. If you really want <laughs> that. Sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Why not? If you want. No, of course I do. Of course I do. This is why we're here. We're not here to riff. We're here to, like, share our favorite things. Um, so... Mine is actually, this is so interesting. I think this is interesting. This is um, a documentary that I think was not expecting to be overshadowed by um, an event and uh, was overshadowed by the event in some way. But it doesn't mean that this documentary is still not fantastic. Uh, We were very lucky because this year we've had two things celebrate a golden age musical theater icon. And that is the great icon known as Gwen Verdon, who was the amazing triple threat of the golden age of the American musical theater. Um, We had two things. One, we had an FX program called Fosse Verdon, where Michelle Williams just won the Emmy Award for playing Gwen Verdon. Um, And Fosse Verdon sort of has the thesis that Bob Fosse really couldn't do anything without Gwen Verdon in the room or behind the scenes helping him either get through a project or create a project. Um, The the documentary, uh, sorry, the, the, um, the, a Fosse Verdon program is really fascinating just because Michelle Williams' performance is so strong and it presents, I think, a more controversial view of like what was actually getting accomplished in their relationship. At the same time, however, a documentary has come out and the documentary is called Merely Marvelous, The Dancing Genius of Gwen Verdon. And that's my favorite thing for this week. Uh, have you seen it yet? I've not watched it. I believe it's on what Amazon. I yes, think it's they available yeah, it as a, well. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime, folks. It once again it's called "Merely Marvelous: The Dancing Genius of Gwen Verdon." Um, and I think had this come out maybe uh, you know before Fosse Verdon, there would probably be a lot more celebration of this documentary being put together. But I think unfortunately that event has overshadowed this. Do you really um, think so? I mean, because I, I sorry not to <laughs> I don't want to argue with you, but it seems to me that Fosse Verdon would make them their names more prevalent to people that may not even be fans of Fosse Verdon. And then subsequently, uh, you would think then they'd say, oh, I want to see the real Gwen Verdon. I don't know. I mean, it just seems like because one is actual footage. The other is a dramatization based on the book, of course, the Fosse uh, you know, biography. But I, I, I'm surprised that, that, that you think that because I don't know. It seems I like mean, my my feeling is and I could be totally wrong, which is, you know, um, if I if I've just seen something about a historical figure, why do I what what is what is this documentary going to show me that I just didn't learn? Because you see the real person, you actually get to see now, I, the I, real I, unicorn in action. I no, I agree. I agree with you one hundred and ten percent. And that's to me, that's like the big thing of why you should watch this documentary. Are you well, gonna if you watched Fosse Verdon? 
you're pretty much seeing what that movie covered. But what you're not seeing is exactly what you're saying, which is you're not seeing actually Gwen Verdon dance. You're seeing Michelle Williams in a dance double dance, and whoever that dance double was was brilliant, and so was Michelle Williams. But you're not seeing Gwen Verdon in action. And that's something that this documentary has. It also gives you a more intimate look um, at how she behaved behind the scenes with people who actually worked with her and not in a dramatic context. So you get to um, you get to uh, meet her son, who, um, if you remember, she she had uh, people raised in California while she was out working in New York. You meet her daughter Nicole Fossey. Um, there's a, the movie alone is is worth it for the last ten minutes, and I'm not going to tell you what it, the last ten minutes include, but it's her and her nephew, um, oh. and it's it's very. It's very beautiful. And you also have interviews with like John Kander and um, Cheetah Rivera. And of course, two of our favorites that have been in our podcast, Harvey Evans. And of course, Leroy Reams. Leroy Reams. Always showing up. Uh, with his little bow tie looking fabulous. Um, always. Yeah. So it's on uh, Amazon Prime. It's gotten very strong reviews, but that's my fear. My fear is is that some people mm. will say, listen, I just watched Fosse Verdon. Some people didn't like Fosse Verdon, so they're like, why do I need to watch another movie about Gwen Verdon? I just saw one about Gwen Verdon. I would encourage you to do so because it presents, I think, a more honest view of what was going on. And it also shows you uh, her in action. And you get to watch how beautiful she was as a dancer. Plus, there's some really good footage from things I don't think people have seen before. There's some really good footage that was shot like on home movies from Chicago. Uh, some behind-the-scenes stuff from Sweet Charity. It's it's a good thing that I think we should all be investing in. And thank God that these guys put it together. This is uh, Ken Bloom, you know, fantastic Ken Bloom, great author, uh, Dennis Phil, and a guy named Chris Johnson. So the three of them have worked very, very hard on making sure that there was enough money and interest in this documentary. It's now available on Amazon Prime, and I think you should be watching it. Um, and you should watch it either, if you haven't, you can watch it at any time. You don't even have to watch Fosse Verdon if you don't want to. Just watch Merely Marvelous, The Dancing Genius of Gwen Verdon. Brilliant. Great, great, great. Uh, I'm so glad you brought that up. I, I've been meaning to see it, so I, I'm going to put it to the top of my list. Amazon Prime, baby. It's the best thing Love ever. that. I agree. Uh, so, uh, my favorite thing this week is a cast recording. Uh, I, I feel like because we do this podcast, Rob, we're pretty up to date with you know shows that are coming that are coming to Broadway shows that are coming to off Broadway play especially musicals I mean that because we both love them so much in addition to plays this was a musical that was running off Broadway this past year you could even say technically it was this season because it was in May and June I had absolutely no idea that this show was running it's it it, it was at one of my favorite theaters. In fact, some of my favorite musicals ever started at Playwrights Horizons. Now, my excuse is I had a baby in June and my wife was pregnant in the yes. month of May. So I really was sort of out of the loop a little bit. But I, this was not on my radar at all. Um, and the cast recording, uh, and I wish I'd seen this show because my friends that saw it said it was just very intense and really special and a, and a fantastic piece of theater. It's called A Strange Loop. Ah, yes. Did you see it? No. I heard it was fantastic. 
Right. So this is this uh, musical book, Music and Lyrics, by a man named Michael R. Jackson, who won the 2017 Jonathan Larson Award. And also he was 2017 Lincoln Center's Emerging Artist. Um, He went to NYU, the Graduate Musical Theater Writing Program. This was a a musical that was done at uh, Playwrights Horizons. It was developed by the the Musical Theater Factory, which uh, is is a relatively new uh, developmental space um, that uh, helps out um, uh, non-white uh, LGBTQ, uh, just giving a voice to uh, writers that might not have a chance at other venues. And so it, it, they do really, really great work at the Musical Theater Factory. And then they helped to cultivate and develop this piece by Michael R. Jackson. And then playwrights subsequently produced it, uh, directed by Stephen Brackett, who, of course, did Be More Chill. Uh, this cast recording, though, because I can't talk about the production because I didn't see it, but this recording, when as soon as I, I, I saw someone on Twitter talk about it, and I thought, all right, what are the kids listening to? <laughs> That's really what I was thinking. And so I thought, all right, I want to check out this piece. The minute I pressed play, I, I knew I was listening to a, a fantastic new writer of our, of this musical theater art form. Um, the music is, well, the lyrics are just so smartly written. They're very millennial. They're very today. But they're still firmly theater lyrics that are smartly written. They're unpredictable. You never know where they're going to go. Um, and they're very funny and they're very smart. They're very sad in many moments. This is, is a journey of this. It's autobiographical. It's kind of a meta musical. It's a, this, the journey of a queer black man um, who is setting out to write a musical theater piece. He's a usher uh, for a Disney show. And it's about his journey of, of self-discovery and um, and breaking, the, you know, trying to break through uh, and, and all the struggles that come with his family his uh, friends, uh, choices and that he makes in his own life. And while this is about a very specific person that I am not and can't relate to, but because that they wrote this piece so specific, it's that beautiful thing in theater where the specificity of somebody else's experience can speak to my own experience. And so even though some of the things he's singing about, I don't, I don't do, but I can still relate to the over the themes of it all. And now it helps that the piece is so well written. It's definitely in a pop gospel R and B kind of world, but definitely rooted firmly in the musical theater art form. You know, there's the opening, there's the I want song, but it's all very smartly written. Basically it's, it's, it's the lead character who is played by a man named Larry Owens, who is just absolutely fantastic singer actor. Um, and it's, there's other six other parts that are sort of the voices in his head the insecurities, all of that. And then they also play uh, the other lead parts, like his mom, his dad, all of that. Uh, and and it's his journey of, of being this usher and trying to work on his show, but dealing with the, you know, the demons in his head and also his parents and his mom and dad want him to write like Tyler Perry. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be a cello like that. I'm going to write my own voice. And uh, and it's it's this journey of, of him fighting and, you know, his, he calls it his inner white girl and how that's, he identifies with that, but he also wants to have his own identity. Um, and one of the lyrics says, white girls can do anything, can't they? Black boys must always obey their mothers. You know, and, and it has a lot of the the struggles that uh, that he's going through. Um, and it's it's just very well written. And the tunes are fun and, and sad and intense in many ways. But um, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of it. I've listened to it three times now. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy and I'm really excited to see what this writer will write next. Um, and I'm really bummed that I didn't go to Playwrights Horizons and see it. And I'm going to really make sure I don't let other shows that I know I will enjoy 
pass by the radar again because it's just it happens too easily and it's i'd rather see something really really amazing than maybe see something that i know is not going to be as much so I, i'm, I'm uh-huh. bummed i missed it but i'm i'm thankful for this cast recording and that i can listen to a strange loop which i recommend to everybody checking out now it's it's definitely those listeners who are prefer maybe a more golden age type musical this might be a little outside of that box but i think you'll still recognize all of the fantastic elements we appreciate in great theater writing uh, in this piece so check oh, it out very cool i yeah i was out of town when this was playing mm. um and i the cast recording like you said has just come out so it's sitting on my on my itunes but i'm here's my problem i like to go see shows not knowing anything about the show going into it. And yeah. I have a feeling this show's going to come back. So it's killing me because I'm just like, I want it to come back so I can see it. But I'm also like, I also want to listen. I'm very torn. I'm just very torn. So you don't listen to things before you see them because no. I'm the opposite. I like to, no. I like to, I like my ear to be, uh, hear the music and kind of be in that world so I can really invest that much more. But I'm also. Nope. Weird like that. Nope. Yeah. I don't I don't want to know anything. You I, want a fresh experience. I want a fresh experience. I want to go in. I want to sit down. I open up the playbill just to see if there's an intermission. I don't do anything else. I put the playbill under my seat and I just wait and I wait and I wait. I don't want to know anything. Hmm. But and yet is, Oh yeah. No, I was gonna say, but this is this is killing me because I'm like, I hear it's absolutely brilliant, but I I heard a rumor it's coming back. Oh, and I so, like that. And so I'm like, uh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it one more month, and if it, if they haven't made an announcement in a month, I will listen and then watch. As soon as I'm done listening, uh, they'll be like, they'll make the announcement. <laughs> Com- coming back to New York. <laughs> so well, I hope it does. I hope it does. I think more audiences need to see this piece of theater. Well, he's uh, Michael's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant person. You know, yes. and, and we and I've worked with Larry on a show at Fifty Four Below, and he was oh. awesome on stage. Talented boy, yeah, he's my a goodness. talented individual. And in and, and this piece, he was literally on stage the entire oh show. God. God so it's him. just like what a marathon. So yeah. so check it out, <laughs> listeners. Cool. So then you can you can take a listen to um, a strange loop, and you can watch merely marvelous: the life of Gwen Verdon on Amazon Prime. This is very exciting. You don't even have to leave your house this weekend for your favorite things. Exactly. It's put put the fire on. Get the leaves out, oh, get the decorations going, watch a little, anything can happen on Halloween. That's it. <laughs> I'm not going to ruin it. I don't want to share any other lyrics because I need you guys to listen to it again just to savor them. Yeah. Uh, oh, I like that. I like that word, savor. Say it again. So you guys can savor them. That's it. Thank you. That's all I needed yeah, to hear. You're okay. Um, awesome. And then make sure you take a listen to our interview with Maury Yeston that we did. Oh, um, what a good chat. He's on, great. He's a, isn't he fabulous? And for time, we had to cut out some amazing stories. But oh, my God, he's like the best storyteller and knows everything about music. It's ridiculous. Smart man. Very maybe, smart. Maybe one day we'll do is we'll release the uh, unedited episode as like a bonus episode because his stories were like epically amazingly good yeah, it was hard yeah. it was hard to pick hard to pick what was going to stay in okay my friends until next week goodbye we'll talk to you next week. goodbye raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens brown paper packages tied up with strings these are a few of my favorite things Hey.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.